Welcome to the Breaking 50% Podcast, where we bring you a few minutes of NFL gambling news because you care about gambling, but you just don't want to spend too much time learning about it. Trash cover of the week. Titans minus three and a half over the Bears. I have been watching football for a long time, and on Sunday at nearly the same time, I saw two things that I really don't think I've ever seen before. We almost got an all-timer of a trash cover when the Ravens took a safety as time expired to move their margin of victory from 7 to 5. They were 4.5-point favorites. Keep in mind that the Bengals missed an extra point earlier in that game. The amazing thing, the thing that I had never seen before, though, was on the Bengals' last drive where they were moving the ball and it seemed like they were going to cover. And it was going to be a fairly legitimate cover. The drive got stopped because four out of eight passes from Andy Dalton were batted down at the line of scrimmage. It was just bizarre. Remember, this is on the same drive. You get one pass knocked down. Wow, that sucked. Two... Four on one drive? I just, I'd never seen that before. And then I flipped over to watch the conclusion of the Bears game, which seemed like it would never have been a candidate for a trash cover. After all, the Titans were up 27-7 in the second half. But the Bears had fought back. They got a trick onside kick to start the second half. They got some reasonable play from Matt Barclay. And they also got an unbelievable number of drops from their receivers. And yeah, I know Alshon Jeffrey's injured. And yeah, I know that this is their third string quarterback and they're missing their left tackle and they've got all sorts of skill position chaos. These are pro receivers. I'm not expecting them to make Randy Moss-esque catches. I'm just expecting when balls are thrown properly, they're usually caught. Even if these guys are 10 string receivers, they're still probably top 300 on planet Earth at catching footballs. And I get that even the best of the best make some mistakes from time to time. I simply have never seen a game where there were more drop balls on like just wide open throws. 11 total drops, three of them in the end zone, two of them in the final minute of play when the Bears were down 27-21, when they had a receiver who just jumped for no reason to catch a ball that was perfectly thrown, dropped it. Then they would drop another one three plays later. I mean, they catch either of those. Probably gonna get that cover. Just a really weird way for the Titans to eke out a cover. So we'll call it trash. Least favorite comment of the week. You didn't lose because of the officials. We all know that there are a ton of plays in sports, and thus a ton of opportunities for a ton of different things to affect the final outcome of a game. We also know that some of those things matter more to the outcome than others. The three-yard run is largely forgotten and irrelevant. The 80-yard touchdown pass matters just a tad bit more. We know this. There's no disputing this. And yet when coaches complain, players complain, there is an insinuation that someone might be complaining about officials affecting the outcome of games because of a decision on a play or two that happened to be quite significant. Oh, no. No, we don't accept that. You lost the game because you fumbled in the one-yard line. You lost the game because you threw two interceptions. You lost the game because your defense wasn't as good as you thought it was. I mean, if you can't do those things, you don't deserve to win. So you're saying I didn't win the game because other significant plays didn't go my way, 
And I'm saying that, yeah, that might be true. It's also true that there was a significant play that didn't go my way because of the officials. And we all agree that significant plays are what determine outcomes of games, as evidenced by that long list of single plays that you just gave me. A list that absolutely included things that we, our team, would like to have done better, but the play I'm talking about would have absolutely ended the game if it was officiated differently. Hey, we don't put on the one-yard line, we might still lose. We don't throw those interceptions, we still might lose. If the refs rule the final spot in an overtime contest differently on fourth and one, we 100% win the game. That seems like, yeah, the officials did play a role in our defeat. So dismissing that as a legitimate complaint is pretty foolish. Now, you might say that the officials made the right call. Sure, that's fine. But to dismiss that complaint, ah, and then to use the deserve argument. Since when does deserve have anything to do with who wins games? We, we go at the end and there's some judges who are on the sideline and, well, you know, after considering everything, we think that this team deserved to win even though they scored less points. There are any number of times where a team that doesn't pass the eye test ends up winning a game. There are any number of times where teams that do things that should prevent them from winning, like turning the ball over a ton of times and making stupid decisions, still win games. It happens every single weekend. Deserve has something to do with it, I guess you could say. In the sense that teams that deserve to win are often doing more of the things that lead to victory. But certainly is no prerequisite for victory. I know that none of us want this to be true, but the real answer that announcers should be giving to the who's gonna be the X-Factor today question is not the slot receiver. It's not the turnover battle. It's not even the coaching matchup. It is the officials. There will be a certain small number of calls each game that will have an unbelievable level of importance in determining the outcome of that game. They will be 50-50 calls. They will be calls that if ruled one way on the field, they won't be overturned. And if they were ruled a different way on the field, it wouldn't be overturned. That's the X factor. And to pretend otherwise is simply delusional. That doesn't mean that you can't win if you get bad calls. It doesn't mean that there aren't other plays that are extremely important, perhaps more so. It just means that, yes, you can lose a game because of officials, just as, yes, you can lose a game because your quarterback plays terribly. Reminder of the week. You don't need to play your best football in December to succeed in January. This is a preemptive reminder because December is only a few days away, which means it's our annual tradition to be bombarded with claims from announcers that you need to be playing your best football in December. How can you expect to succeed in January if you aren't playing your best football in December? Oh, how it's so important to be hot in December if you want to go to the Super Bowl. Who's going to be the hot team this year that shakes things up and wins it all? The Broncos closed the season last year 2-2, two and two, but we won't stop there. We'll take a look at 23 Super Bowl champions from 1990 
through 2012. Now, you could argue that we need a bigger sample size, but I think that this is enough to prove the point, especially given the vociferousness of these announcers. I mean, there's 23 years, of course this would prove everything we're saying. Ten of those years, indeed, teams were either playing their best football in December, or they continued their dominance from the entire season in December. But that means that for 13 teams, this wasn't true. And yeah, we didn't hold it against teams that were resting starters. Oh, you remember Joe Flacco on that fantastic playoff run from the Ravens, throwing the deep bomb against the Broncos, beating the Harbaugh brother in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they lost four of their last five games. Oh, you remember the Saints who started off 13-0 and couldn't be beat at home? They lost their final three games. That was 2009. Oh, how about those 2007 Giants? Yeah, they lost two of their last three. Oh, the Colts lost three of their last five. Oh, those Packers who were so hot with Aaron Rodgers, they finished two and two. So sure, if you had the choice, you'd rather be winning than losing just because winning's better than losing. But it's by no means necessary to be playing great football in December.